Hello and welcome to the second edition of Midday's Mumbai Cricket Podcast with Clayton Murzano. My guest today is Amul Muzumdar, the former Mumbai captain and current coach. Welcome to the show, Amul. Thank you very much, Clayton. Amol, let's go back to when you first started in this game. Can you talk about uh, your early steps in cricket? To be honest, um, I can't remember the first steps that I took, but I do uh, remember uh, that my 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 father introduced me to the game, and um, he himself was a, a well-known cricketer in Mumbai. So at that time, playing for Bank of Baroda. and uh, all i remember is even when i was small he used to take me from for his uh, time shield matches uh, and that was my first impression about about maidan cricket in in bombay uh, i remember you as uh, a puny little fellow at uh, mb union ground at cross maidan uh, can you talk about uh, your mb union days you know i don't know how i got uh, got to mb union but uh, it was just um, uh, it was because of uh, babu nadkarni who used to run the uh, the club i happened to go to uh, the nadkarni sports shop one day with my father uh, of course my father knew babu nadkarni very well so i went to buy some shoes and he said um, he asked me where do you play and i said i uh, i've joined shardashram uh, so he said why don't you um, come and uh, you know be with the team and my father asked me do you want to go and uh, you know play b division i mean at that time it was not easy to play a, a or b division and um, luckily you know by god's grace i got a chance to to represent mb union in b division and that entire year was sort of a um, sort of a learning curve for me because mb union had some terrific uh, players you know uh, some very senior cricketers and i got to spend a lot of time with them in the tent in the uh, tambu uh, at cross maidan you know you got to spend a lot of time with somebody like uh, jayanti lalkinia or vasan danipkar uh, there was kaluram pagare at that time over there there was supan mitra so there were some se- prasad kanwin there was there there were some senior players in bombay cricket and i got to see how they uh play how they prepare and how you know so i got a sort of an apprentice over there at mb union and the following year i i played in the 11 was it nerve wracking to be uh, in a b division side uh, no i wasn't i i don't fear anything today in cricket especially on the ground and uh, it was the same at that time also uh, clayton you know probably it's just within me that you know it I'm a little unfazed by a lot of stuff. So you couldn't wait for Sunday to come and uh, go out there and play the Kangali. I remember one game was cancelled, and I still remember that feeling that I got. One game was cancelled, and I was in a train, a local train, and I was between Marine Line Station and Church Church Gate. And that time, I got to know from some someone who who boarded the train or or that Kangali game is cancelled. i was devastated um, you know because we were i was looking forward for that game uh, i don't know which game it was but it was kangali game and it got cancelled and i got to know very late and i was devastated probably from saturday onwards i started looking forward for the sunday game so what's your earliest memory of uh, a significant score in the kangali i remember one partnership with uh, jayanti lal sir Jayanti Lal Kenya I I hardly must have got some runs about 20 25 uh, 
but I was just twelve or thirteen at that time, and um, but I I stayed at the crease for about an hour and a half, and I had a good partnership with Jayanti Lal sir, and that was my first step towards um, you know run scoring for in in the Kanga League. But a significant score, if you ask me, I think uh, uh, it came probably the following year when we became the champions, the B division champions. Uh, I think it was against Rajasthan uh, cricket. Eighty nine must be. Eighty eight, eighty nine, that season. But my early memory is not just with uh, with MB Union, but the following year, you know, again a a, a superb break that I got. I got to play for CCI the following year. 1990 and my first game for cci was uh, i think it that gave me a lot of confidence that set me up i think in, in fact i had to score last two balls i had to get four runs at new hin and i i hit abhijit tatkar for a boundary in the second last ball and we won the game and um, you know i i must have got about 40 50 but 40 50 at you know in kanga league as you know it was a significant score we were chasing post tea time they had declared and we were chasing post tea time some 140 or 150 to get and we got it at the last ball of uh, of the innings and that set me up i think it that was watched by milindrege sir and uh, you know he was pretty impressed with uh, the way i handled things there was a significant step towards me going into cricket and being a professional at it so so you found uh, that there was a gap between uh, b and a division a big gap i, I honestly didn't uh, didn't think so because my approach towards every game was as if it's a it's a do or die situation I didn't care about um, the division. I didn't care about it because all we were taught by Atsarekar sir was you will be valued only if you get runs. So it didn't bother me whether I was getting in the B division or A division. The bowler was a bowler. I didn't think only that I was playing A division. Uh, to be honest, you know, again I I go back to that uh, that trait. that um that i was a little unfazed with a lot of stuff you know that that that's probably in the dna I, i i'm just unfazed with a step that i take inside i may be probably thinking about it but the exterior you won't be able to feel so i i didn't feel that i was playing an a, a division game and and the people around you also did not make you feel that you were in a different sphere a sphere a little larger sphere a little bigger sphere No, not at all. My first captain at CCI was Shishir Atangadi, and we were uh, supposed to leave that evening. I remember this very clearly. That we were supposed to leave for a, a Bucci Babu tournament, and Shishir uh, was the captain of CCI. They had uh, New Hind declared uh, during the tea time, and um, after getting out, I mean Shishir got out a little early. um so he had to take catch a flight so he went off a little early for the, um, you know just before the game ended and um i met him at the airport at about 7 7 o'clock in the evening and he asked me what happened because those days there were no mobiles or anything he said what happened about the game you know how many wickets did we lose uh, in the end and i said we won the game he was he was shocked 
He said, what? I said, yeah, we won the game. Last ball. So that set the tone for CCI that year and we won the, we became the A division champions that year. Great. Uh, from uh, CCI uh, to Mumbai Reckoning. Uh, do you remember when you got your name in the papers as a M- Mumbai Probable? <laughs> I do. I do remember, in fact. Mumbai Probables, I think it was 1990 season. I had a very good season for Bombay Under-16. I was the captain of Bombay Under-16. In the first four league games, you know, what used to be the zonal league in those days, I got all all four games, I got 100. In fact, one was a triple 100. And that, you know, that pushed me into the Mumbai probable list. So, you expected it? I, I wasn't expecting Bombay Ranji Trophy. But I was, of course, you know, I knew that my name was being talked about. So, uh, so the yeah, but when, when I read it in the, in the newspaper, um, you know, along with uh, Ravi Shastri and Dilip Peng Sarkar at that time, it was, it was great. You know, you felt, you felt good. Uh, now the Ranjit debut. Uh, I want to know from you what happened the night before the game. I would like to go back a little bit, you know, three, four days back prior to uh, the game. I was here at, at Shivaji Park. I grew up in Shivaji Park, basically, and in those days. Uh, although I stayed in in Santa Cruz, half of my time went in at Shivaji Park, either practicing or... Yeah, I had a lot of friends over there. I was just standing at the, at the gymkhana, behind the gymkhana, and uh, there came a message from someone. I don't know who gave that message. I can't remember that. But there came a message that Ravi has asked you to be prepared to bat at number four. And I, I looked at him and I said, okay, uh, so basically I'm playing in the 11. So that, that gave me a confirmation that, you know, I don't have to wait for the previous night or that day of that uh, debut game. Uh, I, I mean, this is what great captains do. They, I, I did realize it a little later, but, you know, now I realize it. But... Uh, at that time, uh, you know, I was happy that I was going to play in the 11 and I got to know about it five days prior to it. So I got five days to prepare myself. I was pretty much sure that, you know, if I get a chance and if I get in, I'm not going to leave this one. So because there was a little bit of hurt also prior to that. There was a Let's little talk bit of about it. I, I got picked in the Ranji Trophy uh, 15. After scoring a lot of runs in the under-19s, you know, every game I played that season, particularly every game I played for Bombay under-19, barring the semi-finals, I got a hundred. So every time I was, I got a hundred, there was a Ranji Trophy game after that, post that. And uh, my name was in the 15, me and Mano Jogrekar, you, um, you know, we were uh, pushed into the Ranji Trophy, although we were playing under-19s. Every time I got into the 15, the following day, there they came a message from the secretary that, oh, the team management is thinking that uh, you won't play in the 11. So you might as well go and play under 19s. First time I, I agreed to it, okay, fine, you know, you don't, you don't do uh, anything. You can't do anything about it. So I went and played under 19 and got 100 there. And then I felt that I was going to, uh, I was going to, you know, go back to Ranji Trophy now. But... This happened for the entire league phase. Every time I I was there in the 15, 
I was told you are not going to play in the 11. You might as well go and play under 19. Then came a stage where I felt that how come they know that I am not going to play in the 11. If any injury happens on the morning of the day or of the game, they won't have any replacement. Why are they sending me to under 19? So there was a hurt over there, you know. And there came a stage where I was really, um, I was nudged about it. Uh, so, yeah, by the time the knockouts came through, I was pretty much strong-willed for that. Okay, so now you can talk about the night before the game. What Ravi Shastri told you? Uh, Ravi Shastri was, uh, you know, I don't have to talk about Ravi Shastri. He's been there, he's, you know, for 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 last four decades in Indian cricket. And uh, he was an iconic figure for me. Growing up in Bombay, you know, Ravi Shastri was the man to go to. Here he was, my captain. He had sent me a message saying that I would be playing. So I got five days to prepare. Already I had made a lot of assumptions in my mind. And he came in. Uh, we, we met uh, the night before for a small get-together. Uh, a dinner plus the meeting. He put his arm around my shoulder and wow. I mean, as an 18-year-old kid, when a... When Ravi Shastri comes and puts an arm around, it took me to a different level, different high I was on. And the words that he said, you know, try not to leave it. Um, you know, if you get a, um, you you'll bat at number four and you're my man and this and that, you know. So it, it was it was sort of a boost for a 19-year-old kid. Amol, you are still not afraid of anything, even. Before your Ranjit debut? No, I wasn't. Uh, only, only before I went into bat, there was some pattern that I followed till then, and even post that. Uh, so I, I tried to follow it. I skipped. I went into the dressing room. I skipped. I watched the ball. It always used to be the case that I, I, I had a ball, a cricket ball in my hand before I went into bat. So I was watching the seam all the time. So I, I started doing that. I was anxious. But I didn't feel... What did that great debut do for your career? Not everyone gets 260 on debut, isn't it? The fact that I could not better that score in first class cricket beyond <laughs> after that, it tells you that it was an innings of a lifetime, I think. It set me up for the rest of my career, I guess. There was some stepping stones, as I as I have already said to you, that, you know, uh, that Kangali game... The first A division game, uh, then the Ranji Trophy debut. It just pushed me into a, a league. It made me realize that I can make a career out of cricket now. It showed me a path of professional cricket. Did India A bring about some special significance in your mind about expectations? After the first season in Ranji Trophy, where I got a double hundred on my debut, and then I got a hundred in the semi-finals again, and then uh, highest scorer in the in the finals against Bengal, as I said, I the the, the path was towards professional cricket, and uh, I exactly knew what the what the demands would be post that debut. It's a feel-good factor now that there was consistency. From um, the under-15 days till I played uh, Ranji Trophy and beyond that, one thing I knew that, you know, I had to be consistent. As I said, you know, every game challenged me. Whether it was a B-division game, C-division game, a Ranji Trophy game or Ranji Trophy finals, 
I did not play for the occasion. I just played the game, and I wanted to do my best every time. That consistency was something which I really focused on. And India A gave me that that feeling that I am been discussed about uh, for the Indian team. India A was uh, really happy memories I have. My first roomie for India A was Rahul Dravid. We we were consistent in over there as well. Uh, you know, being roommates. We went to Nairobi. He was my roommate. England A series. He was my roommate, and so you know, we 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 developed a bond over there. Me and Rahul. Uh, so there were some happy memories, really good memories about India. A. Who did you enjoy batting with, or who did you uh, bat with more often in those India A games? India A games, I batted with Rahul quite a few few uh, innings against England A. and in nairobi i batted with vikram rathor who was my captain for india yeah, on that tour uh, i enjoyed their company off the field and even on the field you're listening to the mumbai cricket podcast with clayton muzello having reached this level Uh, would you remember things which you were taught by Ramakant Atsrekar at those nets in Shivaji Park? Uh, was there a common thread in terms of what to remember? Uh, whether you are playing a club match or whether you are playing for India A or whether you are playing for Mumbai, uh, was there uh, anything uh, which was just drilled into your head by your coach Atsrekar, which you followed even at India A? Respect the game. There was, you know, it was drilled in our minds. you know atrega sir used to say this in marathi a superb line he used to say game shi masti naka karu you know it stuck in my mind basically that always respect the game and keep moving forward in a conversation he used to tell me and a batsman every third innings has to be a big one amol so that got me you know uh, thinking so you can fail once you can fail maybe twice the third innings has to be a significant one people should remember that you know in marathi again there is a saying na bhuto na bhavishyate it has not happened before him and it won't ha- happen now after him you know he was just a magical figure at at shivaji park magical figure there was a factory you know he used to run the products that came out of the factory was sealed and stamped they were ready for big cricket and those products uh, came to the fore in that one game against st xavier's uh, where tendulkar and kamli put on 664 you were in the tent waiting to go on bat isn't it hey, yeah yeah there was a long wait as a kid again you know i didn't realize only what was happening all i was worried that mera batting kab aayega but unfortunately it didn't come only yeah. this was harry shield game following day there was a guile shield game so i was more worried not worried but more uh, looking forward for the guile shield game because ye harry shield game to gaya hai mera mera to bat i was a 12 year 13 year old kid i didn't know what you know world world, world records are and all those things we, we had no clue about it yeah mere ko pitaji ne aur aachre ka sir ne bat lake diya tha babu nadkarni se ke jaake run bana so i was i was worried about you know how i'm going to score runs and how to put that ball in the gap that that was my 
sole intention yeah and uh, that that weight was was pretty i mean there were three phases to that weight actually now when i realize it in the first one i was i was worried that batting kab aayega yaar mera so there were butterflies thoda sa you know abhi aayega abhi aayega ek wicket girega so i was i was supposed to go in the second phase was frustration yaar thoda sa frustration aaya tha i was i was i remember this us asanian tent there's another tent along with that with sasanian tent i was walking till that tent and coming back again walking till that tent and coming back again i used to go and have a couple of balls on my bat you know knocking i used to ask somebody to throw come back so that was a frustration phase tha and then you know now the following day when these guys were going nuts i started enjoying it i said forget it If something happens and this wicket falls you know they are going to declare it so i might as well remove my pads and sit and enjoy the uh, what is happening uh, talking about uh, another mentor or stroke guide sandeep patel was there uh, in the scheme of things when you played india under 19 uh, any memories from uh, those games and sandeep patel as we all know that he is very polished figure and he was a under 19 coach he was also my sangrace captain I joined Sungrace in 1992 on my 18th birthday I joined Sungrace. Uh, he was also my uh, sort of a mentor. I used to go to him and ask him a lot of stuff. He also irked me um, a bit, you know, and but that was his style of doing it. Tell us about it. You know, before my Ranji Trophy debut happened, there were several games. I mean, I was constantly in and out of Mumbai local cricket playing under 19 uh, Bombay under 19 then going and play, playing for Sungrace. representing cci for some tournament then mca colts so there were a lot of tournaments and lot of matches that i was playing and sandy bai knew that i was getting hundreds you know i came to sangres mafatlal it was my time shield debut a division debut and uh, he said are kon pan 100 karu shakta you know anybody can get a 100 you know if you have dumb but he did not say in this particular language he, he used something else but if you have dumb then make a double hundred and show me again that chabi mere ko lag gaya ho and uh, i said i'm going to show but i got out on 97 on my time shield i time shield debut i was literally in tears when i was walking back in the, because i was so determined to get a double hundred for him i got out to hitesh popat of western railway i stepped out on uska wo, wo main abhi bhi usko bolta hu tere ko bhi samjhane wo ball seedha gaya he had turned the ball i played for the turn and it went straight and i got stumped you know i wanted to show him but i got out on 97 so that there came the ranji trophy debut after and i met him after my debut there was a small function that was arranged at mca uh, by kadu bhai but Tansi what did sandeep tell you when you came back he was you know constantly needling me saying that nahi hai abhi dam nahi hai kya karega abhi kya karega at that point of time you may have got very angry because the last thing you do is to go to a player who's just come back from the field i knew sandy bhai i knew his uh, his nature uh, and he was a you know he was sort of a mentor i knew what he was doing but i was still getting not angry but a little irritated by it Uh, but i was in my mind i you know my inner self um, i kept a lot of things inside 
and i was starting to get into that level of uh, you know determination that i will show you so there was a uh, there was a function that was arranged after my debut probably after we won semi finals between the semi finals and the finals and sandy bai came there i said so uh, he said well played i said thank you i was waiting for it for the last two months Uh, he said, "Why? No, you were needling me, na? Double hundred. I am dumb. I am. I repeat what I am." See, all these things. When you look back at it, they were hard-nosed cricketers for you know Mumbai. When I'm talking about Ravi Shastri, Karsan Gavri, Sandeep Patel, Dilip Bengsarkar sir, you know they were Jayanti Lal Kinya. They were hard-nosed cricketers, and. unknowingly they they were shaping us as cricketers unknowingly and there was a brilliant way to do it yeah they formed uh, would you say they formed rather like a template for a mumbai cricketer to succeed you know you've got to pass all these uh, inner tests as it were absolutely absolutely i mean see it was a survival of the fittest in the in the dressing room i felt survival of the fittest fittest i mean not physically mentally it was just sheer education basically if you go and play uh, local cricket club cricket uh, in the maidans there would be there again there was there was jayanti lal kenya over there they would uh, at cci sandy bai was my um, was my captain again there you know there were some hard nosed cricketers and they somehow they shaped all those guys who came in the 1990s as youngsters we were shaped by these cricketers unknowingly and it was a great education so ranji trophy after all this uh, you know the grounding work which you had uh, when you were in the thick of your ranji trophy career was it smooth sailing uh, you know in terms of mental strength i mean you just went out there you you knew what has to be done and you did it no i wouldn't say it was smooth sailing i mean i would be lying if i say that uh there came a time where i was in my mind i was gone i had lost it and i'm being very honest here that since 1988 since i started playing cricket till about 2000 so about 12 13 years very honestly and you know it's an honest fact that i scored runs at all, at all levels and uh, in 2001 uh, there came a time when i could not lay bat on ball my confidence had had gone for a toss <laughs> it did happen obviously the india cap was uh, something which you which bothered you uh, how did you deal with this the pressure of having to score runs for mumbai and also think about that india cap i remember you telling me in 1998 that i have stopped thinking about uh, whether i will play for india or no i just want to go and out there and score runs Uh, did you have this attitude throughout or there was a break in that it, it was okay for me to say uh, clayton at that time but deep inside me there was something hurting there was something brewing up i didn't know about it because i was scoring runs and i wasn't getting selected it bothered me and it kept on bothering me but sometimes you just make you know a statement where you feel oh i i'm not worried about them. of course you were but at the same time again I, when i said that this i'm telling you that for 13 14 years i just got runs all i knew all i all i was taught 
that to be consistent and score runs everything will fall in its place so i was following that deep inside i was worried and i was getting annoyed by it i was really getting annoyed and then came a time when i was there was a breakdown actually can you elaborate on the breakdown what did it do to you uh, i lost confidence i mean that was the first time and probably the only time that i felt low in my life you are referring to 2000 2001 season right around 2002 that that was a phase where i really lost it in the sense that uh, i wasn't sure about things i was uh, i was ready to give up the game and i was i was ready to go and didn't know what i would be doing but again you know there were steps luckily I, my marriage just took place and then uh, you know i was going to ask you what turned it around i think my marriage i think it was a most critical phase you know i didn't know what i would have done so yeah i mean the marriage turned it around uh, you know luckily there came another pillar in my life and uh, till then my my parents were but then sometimes you know when you are 27 28 you need some other ways of handling things and it came at the absolute perfect time i was ready to leave it and you know do something else but were you tempted to go back to the people who mentored you the people uh, like like an atsrekar or like a shastri or like a sandeep patil uh, were there any pillar uh, you could turn to or you could lean on to no the the fact is that i had stopped thinking and my thinking is my strength you know i feel even now i will think three four times doing certain things but i had stopped thinking and i didn't know how to come out of it because i was getting dragged down and down and Uh, i'd lost interest in cricket actually i i had lost now that this is the first time i uh, i'm hearing this that i i could have gone to actually ravi shastri he would have helped me i could have gone to sandeep patel he would have helped me but i had stopped thinking my mind was somewhere else so your wife played a major role uh, what what kind of role was that my wife and and my dad both of them actually i had given up the game and i was uh i was out of it but before that you know i had signed 6 month before i had signed a uk contract a club contract my dad came up to me and he said uh, okay fine you've decided to quit that's that's okay but you don't give up on your commitment the commitment is to go and play club cricket in england you better go and they haven't done anything wrong to you so you should not do anything wrong to them i would appreciate if you go and play and then when in september when you come back if you still feel not to play cricket that's fine but you have at least kept your commitment and i remember him clearly not just telling me smoothly or mildly he was letting me know so you went to england and got runs it changed it changed what was it the atmosphere the different players the different uh, no pressure zone it was a completely new club that i played i had never been to that part of england you know i remember the place i stayed 
I remember the drive from Manchester to that place to Durham about an uh, about two hours drive. Was it Tynemouth the club? Uh, no, Bishop Auckland. Okay, Tynemouth was a club where I played the year before, and this in two thousand and three I went to Bishop Auckland, and I remember that drive from Manchester Airport to the to the house, and to my house, you took a right turn like that, and there were gates and as i car entered that the gates opened and i still remember the feeling and i i felt that the gates will open amul from here on and they did they did honestly i mean there was there was an unbelievable time that i spent at bishop auckland there were five years of super i made friends for life any time i still go there's some wonderful friends Now that was a dark phase. Uh, I want you to talk about another phase, that Australia tour when you were pulled out uh, of the team at the last moment. That was a time when it was, you know, it was a yeah. That bit, was around two thousand, two thousand one, twenty sixth March two thousand one. See there again, you know, I was fighting my own battles and um, certain things were not going my way. The the India selection wasn't happening. I was. kept out probably for the wrong reasons you know it kept on cultivating in my mind you know these things i started going deeper into it by the time i re- i didn't realize it but then you know again those things happened in mumbai i was thinking about india this i thought you know this was my home and it happened it was happening at my doorstep uh, i could not believe it because of some silly logo issue isn't it it was a pathetic pathetic story it was just a, a logo where i mean you know me there's no way that i will i will wear anything beyond a mumbai logo shirt the wrong news was spread and i was summoned they took the the steps but those things happened in in somebody's career it happened in mine see that that's what what i'm saying that 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 phase was very very gentle phase actually in my life it could have gone anywhere Amul, you were part of uh, Mumbai cricket's revival in a way because uh, from the late eighties to the early nineties, for eight seasons, uh, Mumbai didn't ha- get their hands on the Ranji Trophy. Uh, you made your debut, and Mumbai won for the first time uh, in eight seasons. Uh, You'll won again uh, the following season, and then regularly, although there were a few gaps. What did it take to have that kind of a revival in city cricket? the fast bowlers uh, you know because that coincided with the emergence of uh, puruvala ankola uh, mamre because of the uh, frank tyson scheme uh, and i must uh, remember that you know you were part of that scheme you should go there for the for their nets uh, can you tell us what uh, those nets were all about i think that was a brilliant idea by uh, mumbai cricket association or whoever it was it was just an idea ahead of its time that was a vision uh, that uh, those administrators had at that time and it was really ahead of its time and that helped mumbai cricket quite a bit you know not just the fast bowlers but the spinners that it produced the batsmen that it produced we we all benefited from it personally i got stronger physically i was no more a puny kid as you remember there i was you know facing salil ankola as a 16 year old kid i was facing salil ankola and paras mamre and uh, abikurvilla and vishal madek manish patel 
you know, good fast bowlers they were. They were India material fast bowlers. And I was facing them probably for four hours a, a day. I, I think it, it benefited individually. It benefited all of us. And it benefited Mumbai cricket as, as a whole. How was Frank Tyson? Did you ever get talking to him? Yeah, I did. I met him in England later on. I went to his house and we had a lovely meal together. Woodhouse Grange School, I think he was with. Teaching. In Oxford. Yeah, yeah. He was sort of a mentor, you know, a, a lovely mentor. Um, see, of course, we had great gurus like Atsirikar sir was there, Vasu Paranspe, uh, Hanman Singh sir. But Frank Tyson brought in a different element to to our thinking. A cutting edge uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. A finishing school, uh, you can say. We graduated from there, all of us. You know, I got a real sense of what is batting uh, and how I need to chalk it out, everything. How I need to plan. Till then, we were just... There was no plan in mind. As I said, you know, every game, I had to score runs. You figure a way out. That was my thinking. But Frank Tyson, sir, you know, he gave us a cutting edge. That 94-95 season where Mumbai steamrolled... uh all their opposition teams. How is it from a batting point of view? Because the bowlers got a lot of credit and deservedly so. Uh, but do you think the bat- batsmen missed out on a lot of credit for that triumph? Although Tendulkar uh, scored practically every game. So what were your batting highs during that season? First game I got a double hundred. 220. Against against Maharashtra. At, at, uh, at Solapur. Yeah, Solapur. Uh, so I got a double hundred first game. Then I got another ni- match-winning 90 at Bhavnagar. And then, you know, uh, I was playing for India A, so I was in and out of... In uh, and out, yes, yeah. yeah. A few games you, you, you have to miss, yeah. What happened in that, that season, that particular season was, we bowled twice and we batted once. So, so the bowlers got a lot of credit for that. <laughs> Nilesh uh, Sai, we had a great attack. Nilesh Sai... And uh, Paras Salilabi. Game ends there. We are not talking international cricket, but we are talking domestic cricket. But uh, you are right, that was a great attack. Yeah, it was. You will really have to think about what's the chink in the armour there. You know, you had a superb leg spinner all-rounder. You had a, a match winner left-arm spinner. You had Salil Ankola with sheer pace, getting the ball in the air, quickly in the air. Abhikurvila had a steep bounce, hit the length. And then Paras Mamre, sharp off the pitch, you know, movement of the pitch. You're listening to the Mumbai Cricket Podcast with Clayton Muzello. I remember asking uh, Tendulkar about, uh, you know, how about playing an off-spinner on the odd occasion. So... I sense that he was quite upset by that question because, yes, it was a complete attack. Uh, probably I shouldn't have asked that question. But there, there was a space for an off-spinner. There came Ramesh Pawar after three years. Yeah, after that, yeah. yeah. Uh, beating Australia in 98, what, what an achievement that was and you were part of it. It was um, one of the major highs of, of uh, Mumbai cricket. Not many times uh, it must have happened. Today, you can just look back at it as a, just another game. Oh, oh, Mumbai won that game. 
but you see the significance of of that you know you imagine beating west indies in the 70s and 80s by a state team similarly we beat australia by 10 wickets it was convincing win and australia being the most dominant side so when these kind of sides come in that reputation of the team has to be maintained or protected in spite of that they were beaten handsomely you remember batting against uh, them for the 42 i do remember i hit shane won for three boundaries <laughs> i told him when i was with rajasthan royals yeah he won't forget the game obviously yeah i remember him stepping out and hitting him over his head for a one bounce boundary and all all sachin kept on telling me was watch out for his armor watch out for his armor don't go back don't go back and heeli behind the stumps kept on saying that good shot mate but you're going to lose this battle i said we'll see but you didn't get out to him he got out to paul wilson body to caught behind although it was just 40 50 but these knocks they you remember that because you you played against the greats and then the following year i got a 50 odd against magra bretley magra casprovich uh, was there and shane watson so these kind of knocks you remember do you think uh, that cci game australians versus uh, mumbai set the tone for uh, the test matches which india won no doubt about it they knew what was coming at the same time it must have given a lot of confidence to the indian players that these guys are beatable because they were the number one team then absolutely there was no doubt about it and the recipe of of beating them was also shared get them on a turner basically not on a square turner but you know give them a little bit yeah there were fair tracks in 98 yeah uh, madras turn calcutta yeah. was a good fast bowlers track yeah and then bangalore they won what are your other uh, memorable moments in ranji trophy under a mumbai hat of course the eight championships that i won so so those were clearly the right at the top but personally some of them were obviously my debut the 97 that i got in the semi finals against baroda i'll never forget that maybe it was on a treacherous track three innings after that nobody went beyond 130 i think 120 130 the more most significant one i went past the landmark uh, ashok mankar which was playing on my mind a little bit he was there to see it he gave me a hug yeah you played uh, you played under mankar uh, in that ranji trophy winning team in no but when i went past him in 2006 and 7 past his tally of runs for mumbai i, I didn't know this but you know i somewhere i i just read it that i went past him in the same number of games So it was 93 games for Ashok Mankar, and I think 92 or 93 games for me to go past it. And he was there, the the coach of Baroda. He was coaching Baroda there. There were several others also. Now that decision to go to another state or two states rather uh, was that easy? What kicked you to it? No, it wasn't easy. By then, uh, I had played 17, 16, 17 years for Mumbai, and there was a lot of pride involved in that. and out of the 16 17 years i had won eight championships so again you know that cricketing ego was was there and uh, i don't know what kicked in but uh, i just felt that that's it in mumbai and uh, probably when i was dropped in the finals ranji trophy finals 
uh, from the 11 i didn't feel good that was the first time i was i was dropped from the 11 yeah and several instances i was dropped from the 15 because of disciplinary grounds and you know i had spoken my mind out sometimes uh, i had given it back somewhere or whatever but that was the first instance where i was dropped from the 11 which hurt again my my cricketing ego so what happened you went shopping or you uh, somehow you got an offer or what no um, i didn't have a, have an offer the previous year also i had an offer that was a time when when the transfers uh, that the, the window was open for in first class cricket till then i don't think in lot of times um, states did have uh, professional players yeah i think that was a time when the window was open by bcci and i was approached by maharashtra earlier on but i had refused it then assam came along and um, they were pretty pretty serious about it and i actually thought that to give up you know what's the point but then i felt that why should i give up when i have cricket left in me why should i give up for someone someone else i will give up when i want so i made up my mind that season when i went to assam before i went to assam i made up my mind that i will give up cricket only when i want i told my wife also that you know i'll, I'll set up a date when i would want to go when i've had enough and did you have enough with uh, after you went to andhra assam and andhra were uh, two learning uh, experiences for me and that actually grounded me to be honest clearly really grounded me you know sometimes when you are in mumbai and you you are playing for a high profile team all the time you don't know the nitty gritties of what goes on when you are playing for a smaller state you don't know how privileged you are actually unless you go there and experience it right that made me get down to basics it also helped you in your coaching which you were about to embark on 100% to realize these things what it was to play for uh, a lower state and, and the players mindset otherwise i was surrounded by some some great players over here in mumbai who were not ready to i mean they were not ready to accept that failure is a is an option i was surrounded by some very good players but this also brought in the fact that how fortunate you were to be part of a star setup isn't it yeah i told you know i i was grounded and then i felt i was wow i mean i was privileged over there but these things do happen in other states andhra was another experience assam they wanted to come to elite that was their <laughs> their only aim you know aap hame elite mein leke jao bas aap hame elite mein leke jao that was the only thing that they were talking credit to them the president gave me a green signal he really gave me aap banao team aap जो करना चाहते हो कर राजस्थान रॉयल्स साउथ अफ्रीका टीम वॉट पुल डू टूवर्ड्स कोचिंग आई थिंक माई 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 प्लेइंग करियर टूवर्ड्स एंड ऑफ इट द हॉलैंड स्टेंट रियली गॉट मी टू कोचिंग यू नो आई वेंट फाइव इयर्स इन हॉलैंड एंड हॉलैंड रियली सेट मी आप इन द सेंस दैट they do have this this football culture they are a great football team even the club cricket they feel that it should be run like like a football club so the coach decides everything they don't realize that 
cricket is not run that way but it made me realize also that they are dependent on me to do everything they were pretty serious about it yeah. they were damn serious rajasthan royals i mean amol muzumdar getting involved in a t20 setup was a little hard to digest for me uh, how would you explain that actually you know um, deep inside me i have always been linked to the present scenario i'll keep myself updated with uh, the latest uh, data and uh, technology i i went to australia i did my level 3 uh, in brisbane i went on my own i spent on my own in 1999 i went to australian cricket academy i was the first one to go there correct i remember interviewing you after that trip yeah that that was a five weeks i wanted to get better you know always uh, and educate myself so i did my level 2 coaching in england way back in 99 98 in lancashire so um, i've always kept myself to the date i never live in the past that's been the although i remember the past rohan gavaskar pulls my leg actually i've got an elephant memory but i you know i don't know and i think t20 is um, you got to accept it i love spending time with with players and 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 talking to them about their mindset and how um, how things have changed i've learned a lot uh, through these coaching camps that i've done with various coaches i did with one with uh, gary stead what a lovely coach what a lovely man he is so i've kept myself updated all the time clearly being with royals was a great opportunity and great learning for me the mumbai coaching job it's a huge challenge how are you approaching it see one thing i have always always done is when i step on the ground whether i'm coaching whether i'm commentating or whether i'm i was playing i, I don't have a bone in my body where i will pull back i will give it off in a training training session also so that's been my ethos all throughout my cricketing career i'll i'll just keep at it my job is to go at the ground stay disciplined stay committed i'll keep doing it every time you know the press including uh, the press including us uh, mentions mumbai's 41 time ranji trophy champions does this put pressure on the players we experienced it when we were playing of course they were great, great cricketers they left a massive legacy behind them and our job is to protect the only way only way i i keep telling the boys now also the only way what you can do is when you come to the ground when when you come for a practice session just try and give your best if your best is not good enough try again tomorrow try and better it then all the things this 41 42 43 all those things will happen i hate to say this you know process you know follow the process it's not it's just giving your best i feel i wake up in the morning you know and just look out of the window and say you know let's go for practice i have chopped it out few things in my mind and let's go and execute this uh, has the fallen stocks uh, disappointed you over the years it has i know we've got to keep things in perspective we can't win any uh, you know every year Uh, we've got to realize that other states have got better at their cricket their infrastructure is better but you know does it bother you that you know you've not been able to win so many years if you're talking just about titles yes uh, but if you're talking about the quality of players no okay 
people keep saying oh bombay cricket is um, or mumbai cricket is uh, not that same there are six india players at the moment who is the head coach of india indian team ravi shastri good point who was the batting coach of 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 india few years back sanjay bangra who is the bowling coach of the indian team paras mamre at the moment there are two who is the highest paid um, state coach in india chandrakant pandit there's pravin amre who is doing several things is wasim jafar there's sairaj bautule yeah mumbai cricketers are real constant in that sense isn't it you see a lot of things they are involved you cannot say that bombay cricket is down it's always up for me at least yeah so you sound pretty confident of uh, the future i think it is these two weeks when i've seen the talent that is available wow if you can keep it together if you can keep things simple i want to cross my fingers so your message to all of us is uh, keep the faith in mumbai cricket and we'll deliver please do i i have been always an optimistic person i've never um, barring couple of times uh, in my cricket career but i've always been looking forward and i'll remain that we have a rapid round uh, session uh, now and i'd like you to uh, crack this one so t20 cricket huh? yeah t20 cricket yeah <laughs> which which i'm not a great fan of but anyway if you had to score four of the last ball uh, who would you have at the other end for encouragement and for advice a tendulkar or a shastri god clinton <laughs> hang on uh, i i i'll have ravi at the other end and i'll have tendulkar as my runner <laughs> well put you got away with that yeah okay dream venue one kade or cci one kade big ranji trophy final coming up your t- coach tells you to bat at number 3 or 6 what would you choose hands down 3 so face uh, face the fire first up is it i mean when the openers go in openers go into bat i am beside the boundary line i'm sitting my putting my chair beside the boundary line before somebody changes and i have done that so many times before somebody changes his mind inside the dressing room i'm uh, i'm sitting next to the rope i'm dying to get in uh if it was the it was the 1980s and your dad took you to natkarni sports if you had a choice between buying an sg bat or a power bat which was used by most member of the indian cricket team then which one would you choose no i'll go with sg you're very loyal huh i'm i'm loyal <laughs> completely loyal to sg it just gave gave me a lot of confidence looking just at the sticker and finally if you're playing a game at cross maidan and you had a choice between having lunch at khau gali or balwas which one would you go for god oh, that's a tough one tougher one than than tendulkar and shastri kaugali okay kaugali and what would you have lisa pav bhaji <laughs> on that note we end our uh, session uh, with amol muzumdar it was great having you amol and uh, from all of us at midday let us wish you a great season ahead and even after that thank you clayton all that you have done for mumbai cricket this is the least i could do thank you nice of you very kind bye amol bye